Welcome to the SPE Podcast, powered by the Society of Petroleum Engineers. You're listening to SPE Live, accelerating the value of women talent in oil and gas. The audio from this episode was previously recorded on February 8th, 2023. And now your moderator, SPE Virtual Programs Development Manager, Natalie Famayetti. Hello, and welcome to this SPE Live on accelerating the value with women talent in oil and gas. My name is Natalie Famiglietti. I am the SPE Virtual Programs Development Manager, and I will be your moderator today. Today's SPE Live will last 30 minutes, and we encourage you to ask questions during the program. It is now my pleasure to introduce our guests. Carol Piovesan specializes in oil and gas technology and its application to the top site equipment offshore and onshore. Mrs. Piovesan currently serves as membership chair in the data science and engineering analytics technical section, where she has spent over 15 years as a volunteer. Mrs. Piovesan has published over 15 papers, 10 articles, and contributed to the columns for the SPE's Journal of Petroleum Technology magazine. Our next guest, Sushma Ban, accomplished global data leader with three decades of experience in leading enterprise data projects. She's currently non-executive board member of Icon Science and former chief data officer at Shell for subsurface and wells. Mrs. Van is the current chair of SPE's data science and engineering analytics technical section and advisor on Rice University Professional Sciences Master's Board. Sushma, Carol, Welcome to this SPE Live. Thank, Thank you. you, Natalie. So let's start this uh, conversation with a question for Sushma. Uh, Sushma, can you share your views on the areas in the oil and gas industry that women can find more opportunities? And also, would you please share your personal experience about certain challenges faced while paving your career path? Sure. Thanks, Natalie. Um, this is a good question. I would say, uh, firstly, that uh, the whole area of uh, data science and engineering analytics, um, it's its growing tremendously um, all across oil and gas sector, but also uh, any business, any project you see, uh, DSCA is like a common glue that connects, you know, end-to-end the value chain. So if I look from the oil and gas sector, you know, um, explorations, wells, development, all the way to um, abandonment and sustainability. You can see that there's a huge thrust on data and digital and this data science area provides great opportunities. So, you know, the key thing is you have to have uh, the right skill sets, experiences, you know, um, uh, build your know-how so you can step up in these areas. I see almost every project in the business has some element of uh, digitalization or elements of, you know, uh, DSEA, the analytics and data being used. Because um, if you look at the tech sector, you know, it very uh, commonly is talking about AI and uh, automation. So uh, the opportunities are tremendous. So women or anybody from any denomination of diversity um, can join opportunities that are in the area of, um, you know, project management in that area. It's about becoming technical and, you know, providing um 
development of software, you know, there are architectural elements. Uh, you can get into more management roles, you know, executive roles in general manager and CDO uh, kind of roles. You have to mix your uh, technical acumen and the business acumen together. Uh, needless to say, you need to have a good understanding of the business domain and uh, and you know the skill sets you bring from data science. The other thing uh, women or anybody can look at, you know, what is the strategic um, thrust at the moment? So we can see that there's a huge upsurge of focus on the low carbon footprint. Um, there are opportunities about you know automation, um, AI being used in projects, um, and just in general, you can see that you know the cost optimization, increasing production. These are the key strategic areas we've also like uh, looked at the feedback from our SPE members you know so so look for the growth opportunities and again see where you can uh, complement your existing skills but also learn additional that will help you step up but but if you look in the in the job sector there are tremendous uh, opportunities available um, if i think about the challenges again let me speak from the general, you know, what, what were the challenges that we mostly saw? So first and foremost, um, you know, women, depending on what point of um, stage they are in their life, you know, if they're early joining with young, young children or they have um, their personal life aspirations, um, they have to see that they get the support, you know, they can think about work-life balance, you know, they have um, a family member helping them, they have the right uh, management, um, you know, support for the kind of changes that might be going in their personal life. So that is very key. And I can speak for myself when I was young and I had two children, you know, I had to, um, I had tremendous support from my husband and um, my parents. So, so I could raise my children and still do the travel and the necessary um, things that I, I needed. Um, the secondly, um, it is about, you know, getting the opportunities, you know, um, there might be limited opportunities, but you can, you know, uh, get those opportunities if you have the credibility, you build a trust with your colleagues, with your um, with your management, and you you step up to take those opportunities, you know. Um, it, it's a little bit of courage, but like I said, as the, the whole sector is changing, there are tremendous opportunities. So um, they could have been limited opportunities in the past, but they are there, so you have to just uh, pick them up. The, the third challenge I found was, you know, even though every company has uh, equal opportunity and huge focus on DNI, and it is kind of part of every company's, uh, you know, um, uh, fabric and their strategy, we find that there might be accountability that might be amiss in the middle management. So um, that again goes to, you know, stepping up to change the mindset. They can understand, you know, what you can do. I, I remember when I was, very young, I had joined Shell, of course, in 88, and I had um, a child, you know, my, my manager didn't know I would come back to work. Uh, and needless to say, several of my, you know, women colleagues did not come back, you know, uh, when they were having children. Um, but I had the, you know, help of my parents and my, my spouse. So I did, I took my six weeks of maternity leave and came back. But needless to say, you know, you have, those are the challenges, you know, and if, if that is an issue, you have to find, you know, you can have that conversation, uh, you can find organizational uh, elements to support you, you know, uh, be open and honest about those things and work that, but uh, that could be one. Um, the fourth one could be about development, right? You come with certain skill sets, you know, you're a reservoir engineer or geologist, and you may not have uh, 
let's say the data science area. So you have to see, you know, um, have you developed them? You know, what are the areas you need to grow? Um, I remember when I started my career, you know, with certain uh, areas, you know, this was in programming. And so you, you had, um, let's say, assembler and, and um, Fortran to start with. And then you move to object-oriented and Java and C++ and so forth. So you have to keep seeing how do you uh, grow yourself. So I took uh, some classes in the night school and wanted to get much better at it, though even I had some training from Shell. So you have to keep developing, you know, you have to sharpen your saw and see, you know, whether you go to school back, you go to college, you do online, you know, um, I even went to school and got my uh, MBA while my kids were young. So that personal development to make you successful for what you are being asked to do or kind of aspirations you have is, is very key, you know. So uh, define your, your success and go for it. And lastly is if things don't work out, you know, it's not the right role, right organization, right company. I would say have the courage to change. You know, you could change within your company, you know, navigate, or you can opt for uh, going outside and doing something different. Oh, Sushma, uh, thank you so much for your feedback and your insights. Uh, family support is very important. I agree with you. And looking for those mentors. It's a it's also a great suggestion for uh, for the uh, uh, pro for professionals. So, Carol, I would like to continue with you with the next question. Uh, what does diversity, equity, and inclusion mean to you personally? And can you share your personal experiences in this regard? Sure. Thank you. So, for me, it's about respecting each other and embracing our differences. Um, and doing that with courage and intelligence to work together and achieve great things, whether they're small or large. Uh, we work in a global industry that has many beautiful cultures. I've learned a lot just hearing the stories of everyone. People bring their stories. People are their stories. We need to learn more about each other. Um, for example, I attended a, a conference, a women's conference. It was an international networking conference in Switzerland. And there was a woman there and she was a speaker, very dynamic, lovely woman. She came from Egypt and her father had passed their business, their family cotton business to her and her brother. And she was identified as the person to mediate all conflict within her family's business. And this meant conflicting uh, religions and backgrounds. And yet she had to mediate this for everyone to have a successful business. Um, these are the things that we can bring to the table as being diverse and include each other. Uh, another one was a, a woman from India, the northern part of India, where she had to really uh, work with what she had considered a fear from the men in her village to bring the women's standard of living up. And to do that, that was to create cashmere shawls and sell them. And there was a lot of pushback. And her story was so inspiring. She went and embraced the trust from the captain of the army in the village and got his support to help the women in, increase their lives. And so they both learn to take the fear out of their situations. And I think that's what we need to do as women is take the fear out of our, our situations, have the courage, bring your personal intelligence to the, to the parties and, and 
merit your position. Um, a lot of women have a lot of merit and, and need to lean in to these opportunities in their lives and, and lead in your feminine way. Um, that there's a lot of beauty in that. And I've, I've learned that along the way. Those are uh, incredible stories, uh, Carol. Thank you for sharing that uh, with us. Um, at this moment, I would like to remind our audience to submit your questions, uh, Carol and Sushma are here to answer your questions. If you're watching this episode from uh, Energy Stream, then check the uh, chat box at the bottom of your screen. And if you're watching this episode from LinkedIn, then uh, submit your questions via the comments tab on the right. Then I would like to continue with my third question, and this is for both of you, Sushma and Carol. Uh, let's start with Sushma. In your opinion, what are the personal practices that have made you successful? Can you share your personal journey and experiences? Yeah, definitely. And uh, I would say, Natalie, that over my career journey, you know, um, there were a lot of different things that I um, I had to embrace. So firstly, when I started my career, I was very much in technical roles. So it was very key for me to uh, stay, stay, um, you know, current with um, state of art technology, you know, uh, even though like we had started, for example, a project in Shell, which was uh, on some, um, you know, key information or new, let's say new um, uh, coding language. I did supplement some of that additional knowledge by say going at to a night school and making sure that I could, you know, get much better at it. Um, I was also very quick at learning and changing as needed. So I'll give you an example. When I first started, you know, we were working with, um, you know, initial coding uh, like Fortran and Assembler. And very soon we started moving to object oriented area. You know, uh, we started moving to uh, Java and C++. So it was very pertinent that, you know, uh, understand what is the, the current needs and change for that. And then in my mid-career, you know, I found that I wanted to move, for example, to the business roles. Uh, and I took it upon myself to, to take leadership classes and I joined MBA. Um, so even though I had two young kids, you know, I said that is something that's going to give me additional lever. So getting that um, additional insights and, you know, confidence to go forward, um, that'll help me, you know, was kind of, kind of the thing. The other thing I personally did was um, I knew the area of, you know, data sciences, the information technology was very dynamic. You know, we, we went through a lot of, uh, you know, um, cyclical changes. Like there was a whole information um, development area that got outsourced, for example, to India. But there were certain high-tech things that were retained in the company. So, um, so it was very key for me to understand those changes. So you have to have an eye and keep a look at what are the strategic changes your company is going through, what is the demand, you know, uh, what are the areas that are of growth? Like I spoke in the beginning, you know, like carbon footprint and those areas are very key. So you might want to just um, step up and and think about, you know, where do you want to change and be ready for that. You know, as Carol also said, you have to have the courage. Um, you have to um, start picking those uh, knowledge areas. And again, there are a lot of people who would be willing to help you. In my company, I found that if you, you reached out to experts and, you know, discussed and learned from that, it, it really helped you gain the insights. So um, not being afraid and, you know, 
going out, reaching out and, and learning things that was very important. Um, the other thing was, you know, stepping up to take roles that were never, you know, for example, taken by women. And um, I was in many teams where I was the first one, but you are there because you have delivered on the goals. You are, you're prompt, you're, you know, you're diligent about it because those are the things that really uh, build your credibility and reputation. So you have to be there because you can excel, uh, you can deliver and you can exceed the expectations. And it does take a lot of planning and rigor, um, but but definitely that is what vouches for you. You know, the merit and the, the credibility that the foundation you build, you can stand on it. So for me, that was very key. I could see that one of the very exciting roles I had in my career was leading uh, the global wells, reservoirs, and facility management program for data. And in Shell, that's a, that's a huge a program that accelerates production from the existing assets. And one of the big uh, problems there was uh, about data accessibility and so forth. Um, so I was one of the key persons who stepped in that and established a practice that was replicated across the globe, you know, uh, worked with people from several countries, more than 20 countries. But it was that step by step, you know, putting them in practice, like the project management skills I had learned. Um, but if I had been, you know, uh, afraid or if I was just um, not able to step up and take that opportunity, uh, I would have missed a lot out. So, so really, it is um, your mindset. It's working with the people. Um, it's, you know, it's developing and going forward, keeping that sharp, you know, your, um, your saw always sharp and, and, and ready. Um, and again, um, be willing to change as need be. Yeah, I mean, I, I totally agree with you, Sushma. Uh, take every opportunity you can. Don't be afraid. Uh, I mean, you, you can do it. So thank you so much for your insights. Carol, would you like to follow up? Sure. Um, the thing that I think I've always lived by is one rule, and that is honesty, integrity, and fairness. And I think that's really helped me along the way to live by those rules and be humble about it. Um, people appreciate being humble. I don't know everything. I, I started my career as the only woman in the room at the meetings. And uh, a long time as that and still today sometimes i'm the only woman in the meeting and that's okay i accept that and i appreciate that because everybody brings a lot of intelligence to the meeting and i wouldn't be in those meetings if i wasn't bringing something to them so it's being humble um i believe this is a personal rule that i've lived by i think people respect me and my colleagues respect me for that and especially when the the world isn't always fair and you it's just that way, but you keep going. Uh, I always try to keep an open mind. Uh, the world is judgmental, but you keep leading with a soft touch, be curious, have humor. Uh, I now mentor two men and two women. When I started my career, very few people were mentoring. And I always was told that you should have five mentors in your career and now I have the opportunity to be one for somebody else. And I appreciate that I have two men that I mentor. Um, so I think come a long way. Um, it's never easy to balance it all. Uh, you do your best. You do what you can. And I think you compartmentalize uh, what's important. You prioritize what's important. 
and you will make it. You just get up every day. And as we say in Texas, you put your boots on and you keep walking. Thank you, Carl, for your insights. I like that. Um, keep an open mind. And uh, I mean, war is not going to be fair all the time. You just just keep on going and, and do your best. I mean, those are great uh, insights and feedback from both of you. We're getting great questions from the audience, um, but let's continue with the third question. This is for both of you. Uh, so both of you have been in the data science arena and were earlier in a DA, uh, sorry, DE technical section and now on the data science and engineering analytics technical section board. Can you share your outlook on future perception of the industry with data science as the key enabler? Do you see this as a key accelerator for gender diversity in the oil and gas industry? Uh, Sushma, let's start with you, please. Yeah, absolutely, uh, Natalie. You know, uh, this is one area, like I mentioned earlier, you know, um, that is rapidly growing. And I see data science and analytics like as a common glue that goes across <clears throat> all the disciplines, all the business sectors. Um, and one of the things that, you know, is neat about this area is where, where you could have, you know, young women with children having um, challenges about like, let's say going on to the rig or some difficult countries. Many of these jobs can be easily done in the office or you can do it through virtual. So there are tremendous opportunities um, that you can step up to and, and do it. Um, with a lot more ease, you know, the timing being right and so forth. Uh, but needless to say, it is such a key area that that needs to be embraced by everyone, you know, irrespective of gender, race or any kind of denomination, because um, that is kind of the key mantra across, you know, all companies you see. Digitalization and data science is, uh, is a key lever to accelerate the business results. Um, you know, it, it has to bring cost optimization and, you know, use the right resources. We hear about tech companies talking about AI all through. So I think it's very pertinent that um, whether it's uh, men or women, they start understanding and, and learning about this area. You know, um, there are opportunities not only within the realm of your job or if you want to look out for jobs, but also if you want to uh, learn, you know, you're a student and you want to volunteer. So we have, for example, a lot of data thons happening. You know, you can join and you can learn and equip yourselves with some of the experiences you can uh, you can reach out to other people. Um, so that is another key area. I would put a pitch in for Society of Petroleum Engineers. That's a key platform for those of us who are within the oil and gas sector or even outside to come and join that forum um, to, to learn, to, to nurture yourself, um, to understand what, what are the dynamics of the business. Um, it's a great platform to to build your various skills, including you know your leadership and communications and uh, other areas. So, and we have a strong uh, technical section, DSCATS. And if you would look on that, you know we have several women and men from various countries, various experiences. Um, so again, I would say you know um, be willing to join raise your hand and expand. I would just say, you know, you also have to find people who, who encourage you, whether it's your uh, managers or mentors. I was very lucky that I met uh, Carol, for example, at ATCE, and she asked me, hey, would you join um, the DEETS board, which was Digital Energy Technical Section? And then the past two technical uh, section directors, you know, uh, Birol Dindarak and Silviu, they were very encouraging. So it's it's up to you to step up and take these opportunities. There might be a little bit of 
extra personal effort because in addition to your job, you're doing something. Uh, but again, it, it enhances your skills. But overall, if you look at the data science arena, it's just um, expanding everywhere. And if you if you're equipped with the right skills, you can also change your oil, you know, your business sectors. I recently know somebody who was working in an oil and gas service company and she has joined Walmart. So uh, you can take those uh, learnings from a different sector, a different consulting company and come. So that cross-pollination of, uh, you know, insights, ideas and knowledge uh, is a lot more doable in DSCA area than anywhere else. But definitely you have to pick up the discipline, knowledge and insights. So I'll, I'll leave it at that and let Carol add more. Thank you, Sushma. Uh, Carol, would you like to follow up? Sure, thank you. So I started in technology in my career and then it came into oil and gas. So to me, these two industry sectors are the largest in the world and the most exciting. This is a really exciting time to be in technology and in oil and gas. Um, there's an abundance of opportunities. I think you just really have to decide what part you want to be in. We go through ups and downs. There's no crystal ball. Uh, be prepared to change with these ups and downs. I, I've i seen things come full circle. Um, I've had to be patient. I've, I brought technology in you know, eight years ago to uh, certain operations and it's just now getting adopted. So you have to continue to lean in and push, write papers, uh, be, be your own star and sell yourself to these, the people around you. Um, I think that that's networking and talking, um, coaching, be adaptable, be coachable and keep learning. Thank you, Carol uh, Sushma for your insights. Uh, let's take a question from the audience. Um, so, hello everyone. How to balance personal life and professional life? So, this question is coming from LinkedIn. Okay. Uh, Sushma? Yeah, so I can go first. Um, you know, it's really um, up to you uh, how you do that. Uh, what I did personally for myself when my, you know, when I had young children was. I would integrate my both personal and professional calendar. So I knew, you know, what was critical for me. Like, for example, I had to take my child for vaccination or, you know, something and I would plan for it. So really the key there is planning ahead, understanding, you know, what are your personal needs for your family and, you know, what are your personal, your professional commitments. And you have to be very honest and upfront about it. If it's something that cannot um, be handled um, and it sort of impedes your professional you know needs uh, you have to work that with your management or with your team so i'll give you an example i was uh, you know i was always leading this bells reservoirs and facility management common interest network which had uh, members from all the 20 countries but unfortunately you know um, i had a death in the family and i had to fly to india so you know i made that clear to my colleague and she was able to keep running the show and when i was you know, back in India, I could still, you know, um, when things were okay, connect back. Uh, or, you know, there's something very important and then you need support from your, you know, family member or friends. So I think the, the key to that for me had been looking ahead, planning, using your calendar well, and, and then uh, working it out. It's all doable. 
Thank you, Sushma. Carol, do you have any uh, suggestion for our audience? Oh, Sushma hit a lot of points. It's organizational skills mm -hmm. and priorities. And uh, like she said, planning ahead. It's everybody, whether you're man, woman, or whatever, older young, you have to figure out how to do all that and balance it all. So it's uh, it's everybody's problem. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yes. I agree. So uh, let's uh, take another question from the audience. Uh, why do women need to prove themselves more than men? And this is coming from LinkedIn. Yeah. Who would like to take this question? I, I don't think women have to prove themselves more than men. I grew up, I went to an all girls school and the studies at that time said men tend to raise their ha hands to answer a question faster than women. And so they tend to be chosen by the teachers to answer the question. So raise your hand faster. Is, the, is that the answer? It's not that you have to prove yourself. It's um, just making it work for you. Yeah, I would, I would add to that is, um, again, you know, um, it's not about proving, your, proving yourself to others. It's like, you know, being competent for what you are being asked for. And you have to do that with confidence. Uh, you have to step up. Um, needless to say, there are always biases. You know, there might be jobs which have not been done, you know, before. I remember <clears throat> early in my career when I, I first time went to my manager and said, hey, um, you know, I'm expecting my first child. He believed I would not come back to work. And I had to tell him and convince him, no, I am. And, you know, uh, the only time I took off was my six weeks of maternity leave. So I think you have to work with the system. They are, they are people you'll de deal with. They're difficult mindset. But again, it's up to you to educate them, work with them, you know, use your organizational level if, if you have to. Um, but it's, it's like anybody else, you know, uh, where there are challenges and they may not be uh, seeing the whole picture. So it's for you to, you know, bring that to light and um, show it by what you can deliver and, and, and do. Thank you, Sushma and Carol. Uh, we're getting close to uh, uh, finishing this SP Live, but before that, Sujma and Carol, uh, can you please, um, or, or what is your message for women and young, young aspiring professionals entering the energy field in, uh, let's say, three words, for example, mentoring, uh, take any opportunity you want, uh, get support from your family, things like that. So can you give us some... Uh, Suggestions? Well, I mean, I, I could rant off a lot of things, but I think the first and foremost thing is, you know, believe in yourself, have that confidence with the right knowledge. Number two is uh, you have to be reliable. You know, when people are asking for something, you know, be committed, deliver, you know, that sort, sort of builds your credibility. You know, if, if people see, you know, you take on something and can do it and you can do it better than anybody else, you're naturally uh, being going to be asked again. So you can do that. The third thing I quickly want to say is differentiate yourself. And that could be, you know, specialize yourself in area. We learn a lot of things. You know, I, for, for example, specialize myself in the data arena. You know, I joined SPE. So you, you, you build that so people see, you know, what is, what is that you bring to the table? You might know a lot of things. I think those are the quick three things I would say. Thank you, Sushma. Carol? Have fun. Don't be afraid to change. Stay courageous and lead with grace. 
Those are great uh, suggestions to our audience. Thank you so much, Carol Sushma. And to our audience, if you want to learn more about these topics, I invite you to attend the um, webinar that is already available on demand. And uh, also uh, keep an eye on the upcoming Get to Know series on Women in Energy, which will be rolling out in March. So thank you so much, everybody, once again, and we'll see you next time. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the SPE Live podcast. For more content, visit the SPE Energy Stream, the industry's digital pulse at streaming.spe.org. If you enjoyed today's show, don't forget to subscribe and review. Join us next time on the SPE Live podcast.